0: Star Wars fans, and welcome to Coruscant Radio Underground, presented by the TheScienceFictionary.com. My name is Andrew, and I'm here tonight with Daniel. Hello. And Marisha. Hey. And we're going to talk a little Star Wars tonight. We're going to talk a little bit. We don't have a lot of news. We're going to talk a, bit, a little bit about the trailers. We're going to talk about this impending trailer coming Monday, hopefully. Hopefully. We thought it was coming last Monday. Well, this past Monday made a lot of sense, but this coming Monday... Is actually Carrie Fisher's birthday. Okay, so I can see there there may be something there as to why why they it's a week later than everybody really expected it. Yeah,
1: um, I can see that.
0: But anyway, what's been going on with everybody this week? Hmm. Anything watching anything exciting or looking forward to anything coming out? I know Marisha's uh Marisha's ready to go see Maleficent. It came out. Yeah,
1: tonight. yeah. It doesn't look like oh. we got it here yet.
0: Yeah, uh, it, I don't, I don't, well, we don't, don't get Thursday night releases here,
1: mm, okay? Yeah, like I did not, I didn't care anything about the first Maleficent movie. Um, but I'm really intrigued by the new one. It looks
2: she well, looks a little the, more wickeder. I, the first one I ended up liking, really? Uh, yeah, no, I, I do like that movie, hmm.
1: but.
2: This one I have no interest in because we spent the whole first movie explaining how she was never as evil as we thought she was, and now we want to make her evil again. Yeah. So it's just stupid to me.
1: Well, I think she's more interested in more evil, so I'm,
0: I'm in for it.
2: Michelle's <laughs> sitting here next to me nodding, saying she's ready to go see it, too. She knows what we're talking about. because uh-huh. on
0: it. she going to talk some Star Wars with us tonight? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's some good movies coming out, but not a whole lot that kind of really falls into what we do here. No. Um, I'm really excited to see Jojo Rabbit, which is coming out pretty quick.
1: Because, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't want to see Taika Waititi as Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And that- uh, oh,
0: speaking of Taika Waititi, it, it was announced today or confirmed today that he will be back in Thor Love and Thunder.
1: <laughs> awesome.
0: As
2: as Korg again, I hope.
0: Yeah, as Korg. <laughs> what else?
2: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that character.
0: Yeah, he's pretty great. Kind of where I wanted to go, kind of lead the conversation. Actually, I got a news item I thought I'd lead with tonight. When Rogue One was good coming out, getting ready to come out, I mean, kind of that was Disney's kind of big launching point, and uh, they got closed. It was it was getting awfully close to time to see a trailer. In fact, I think we had already seen a trailer, and mm-hmm. they said we we had, and we said reshoots. Yep. and, and everybody kind of freaked out their minds. Well, because reshoots are nothing unusual, but reshoots after a trailer's come out, right? That doesn't happen too often. That's true. Now that it granted, it has happened with episode nine.
2: Mm-hmm. We saw
0: that first trailer, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of there. They were still reshooting as of just a few weeks ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so, sometimes you get a trailer before all the principal photography's finished. Anyway, that's true.
0: Yeah. But you usually get your first teaser kind of as they're wrapping up. Yeah. But, you know, got the news that Tony Gilroy was coming in to do work on it and we really don't know exactly how much work. I don't know if they ever told us exactly how much work Tony Gilroy did. My understanding was always that he did a lot of changes to the third act. In Rogue One. In like, Rogue
2: One. He mm-hmm. he did enough he did enough to get a screenwriter's credit. Uh, but not enough that the Director's Guild would give him the director's credit. That is, that's still mostly... Um,
1: Gareth Edwards.
2: Gar- Gareth Edwards' footage. Mm-hmm. So he still got the director's credit. Most of that, most of the footage used in that movie is still what he shot. But they, Gilroy did enough, they gave him a screenwriter's credit.
0: Okay. Well, I don't know exactly what happened. I've kind of heard a couple of different things, but it was announced... Uh, earlier this week, actually, that he's being brought home to fix the scripts for the Cassian Andor
2: series, which I'm I'm cool with. I'm um, a fan of Tony Gilroy's work anyway, and of course, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
2: so and, and it is encouraging that Rogue One. Involving so much of Cassian's story that if we're going to keep getting exactly. involved with Cassian's story, then I'm excited about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's a little bit of a surprise because back when he did Rogue One, you know, he kind of made some comments about how he had never cared anything about Star Wars and hmm. Star Wars just wasn't really on his radar. Yeah. So, But a,
2: a good filmmaker is a good filmmaker. That's true. That's yeah, so. true.
0: But it, it's kind of where do we, where do you want the balance? Because, you know, I mean, when I when they talk about these things, like, I kind of want somebody that knows,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, what Star Wars is and what it's all about.
2: Well, yeah, it doesn't mean he's not going to respect the material, though he obviously did with, with whatever he did in Rogue One. And it doesn't mean right. he doesn't have enough <clears throat> affinity for the character to do justice by that either, so... Yeah, uh, those things don't really bother me. Like I said, it, the guy's a good filmmaker. He's going to have respect for the material. He mm-hmm. wants to make good a good movie, quality stuff, just like everybody. So. Right.
0: right. So yeah, but yeah, it, I don't know exactly like what happened that they felt the need to bring him in. I, there's some rumors out there that the initial scripts were pretty much rejected as they were, and mm-hmm. that they ceased all production until they got that sorted out so because we kind of thought we would hear that one have started production by now
1: yeah we were kind true. of led
0: And when they first talked about it we were kind of led to believe that something was starting production this fall mm-hmm. and nothing ever did
1: yeah it's true i think that they they need to get it right they're not in a position where they can really afford for anything to tank the Reception for Disney Star Wars just over the overall has not been universally
0: enthusiastic
2: well
1: so you time. know they they need to they need they
0: need to do to do good they need right. to do well well and any time you're gonna put this kind of money into a project yes. you want it to, you want it done right
1: you don't want it to be the last season of Game of Thrones and for people to you know lose their minds about it. Or, you know, you want them to lose their minds about it, but in a good way, not in a we-hate-you-for-ruining-our-childhood we kind of way.
0: Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. of,
0: of all the statements that I think we're just We're going to bring
2: that up. Do what? I said, yeah, we're going to bring that up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's just one. It's like of all the statements that you hear people say, and not just about Star Wars, just about anything. Uh huh. And, I mean, it just... You ruined my childhood. <laughs> it's like, man, your childhood was pretty weak. If somebody like did something today that ruined all those years of experience, it's like, but anyway, we got we got a. Uh, you know, I'm still looking forward. I, the Cassian Andor series is one I'm really looking forward to. So I'm I'm glad to see Tony Gilroy on board. He's a really good writer, and you know he's done good work in Star Wars before. Yep, and
1: exactly. like Daniel said, you know he specifically worked with this character and this story already. So.
0: I think it's it's a good. Well, I think that's yeah. I mean, he was the logical, yep. the logical choice to to go pick up mm-hmm. to, to handle this right. character. So yeah. Um, one of the other things, uh, kind of as we get in, Daniel hasn't really had a chance to talk with us about any of the trailers previously, but as we kind of get into talking about the trailers, just so that we're not doing a trailer rehash, um, since we kind of already talked about trailers a little bit. One of the mm-hmm. things that I kind of wanted to talk about tonight to give us a springboard into that and to, to change the conversation a little bit is what do you want or what do you need in this third trailer? Because this, this is going to be, in theory, unless they kind of go the same route they did with the D23 footage, this is going to be our first and only full-length trailer.
2: Right. Yeah, true. Well, that that kind of that kind of leads into some of my thoughts about the previous trailers so far.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That what I want to see are uh, some of these new characters and the 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 some of these new actors that were brought into the uh, that are brought into this film that haven't been in the other ones yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the D twenty three footage was definitely the the nostalgia trailer. Yeah,
1: right. Complete with two minutes of footage from old movies. <laughs> I mean, you don't right. get much more nostalgic than that,
0: right? Yeah, I understand um, why they did that for the D twenty three stuff. Oh but yeah, I would have almost rather gotten like more like the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff they've done. In like the past. they did
1: for the Mandalorian.
0: Although at the same time, Daniel and I have both said this before. I believe on this show, like another trailer, like I want it. I don't need it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I mean, right. I I've seen enough. Like I'm ready to go watch this movie.
1: Yeah. They don't need to sell it anymore. But
2: But well, we 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 just we've had a lot of good actors announce for this movie that, that we haven't seen any footage from any of these trailers yet. Carrie yeah. Russell and mm-hmm. Richard Grant and mm-hmm. Dominic Monaghan. That that's kind of um, Matt Smith, you know. Uh and and really if we've got confirmation now that Dennis Lawson's coming back as wedge I'd yeah. like to see a shot of wedge.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, in the next trailer just give us a little taste of of what some of these characters are going to
1: mm-hmm.
2: look like and what they may be doing. Well,
1: um, yeah.
2: It's kind of that that was sort of my questions about the previous two trailers, we haven't gotten that yet. So mm-hmm. That's what I would I'd like to see some of in the next one.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't re- like I don't I don't want anything sp- I don't want any more information, really. Um, but you know, there uh, are, no, don't there just are actors we know. Yes, exactly. There are people we know that are coming on board and I'd like to see them in a trailer for two seconds. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, we've, so we've even seen pictures of some of them.
0: Mm-hmm. So like one person, like, like just pick one. If you can pick one, which one do you want to see a shot of in the trailer?
2: Mm. Wedge, Dennis Lawson. If I got to pick Yeah. Even though we already know what character he's playing and what Wedge looks like, that just for the nostalgia purposes of it, I want to see a shot of Wedge again.
0: Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And I'm still intrigued about, you know, Kerry Russell and Richard Grant and Dominic Monaghan and Matt Smith, those actors also. But if I got to pick one, you're going to make me pick Dennis Lawson.
0: I haven't watched either of the trailers recently. Does Hux even show up in one of these, either of those trailers? I don't think so.
2: I, I don't think so. Well, I'm no longer excited about Hooks. Like he doesn't do anything for me in the other two movies, anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I, they kind of took a weird sidestep with his character in the in the second movie, but. Uh, yeah. So Daniel, like one person, Daniel, like who do you want to? or you told me. Oh, he you told said, me. Yeah. Who did you say? I
1: yeah. didn't say. Um. I mean, I I think. At, at risk of um, of coming up with the same answer, I think I think it may have to be wedge. Just you know, like in I I'd like you know again you know I'd like to see you know a couple of seconds of Richard E. Grant. I'd like to see Carrie Russell. I'd like to, but ultimately, I think the one that they're the, going to get the best response out of is going to be to try and find a, a, a at least a a similar moment to you know Chewy, we're home, you know from that first.
0: Um, yeah, that first movie. Now, is it possible that we kind of get that moment with the Leia footage? Like, Because we kind of well, already mentioned true. that this, this trailer is most likely going to drop on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Is there a possibility that they're going to lean heavily into part of her story for this trailer?
2: Yeah. Well, but we've seen a shot of Leia. A couple. Well, we did. We,
1: we got a shot of her. They also used her theme in both trailers.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, and I don't think we're going to see a lot of her in the film anyway. It's all, I mean, it's previously shot footage that they're going to use. Mm -hmm. So I think she died. We've already talked about this. I think Leia dies somewhere off screen, and it's going to be flashback footage. It's kind of what I think we're going to get.
0: So, I mean, are there any any other things like, I mean, I, I want to see, Wedge is a good one. Um, but there's all these other characters we haven't seen. Like, we haven't seen Zori Bliss in a trailer yet. Yeah. Um, that's a character I, I really want to see some of. Um, mm-hmm. we, we've got a number of things that, you know, like Daniel said, we got a bunch of characters. Richard E. Grant, like, I mean, where are you hiding him and, and Matt Smith? Although I guess we still don't know if Matt Smith's really in this or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, last the last official word was Matt Smith was almost sure he's not in it or something. Something, yeah. That something that sense. was like, yeah, that's not yeah. <laughs> me. Mm-hmm.
0: It sounded like he had been taking lessons from JJ J. Abrams.
2: hmm um, Oh, you mean about how to lie to the audience? Yes. But yeah. well, no, we can't even call it misdirection. JJ J. would just flat lie. It's true, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's and true. I don't I don't really blame him to be honest with you.
0: No. All right, so there's a a really big obvious one here that hasn't been shown. We did hear his laugh at the end of the first trailer. Is there uh, any possibility that we see that we see you know, Palpatine in this trailer?
2: I don't, I don't so. want to see it. I don't want to see it. The laugh, the laugh is all I need.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And at, leave it there. We know enough about the Emperor. We don't need him in a trailer. Let's leave that excitement there about what kind of role he's going to play. I
1: yeah. don't want
2: to see, I don't need to see any of that in a trailer.
1: No, because if uh, we see him, the only re- the only way that I, I, I would buy it was if they show a hologram. Because if it's a hologram, he could be there. It could be an old hologram. It could be a new hologram. It still leaves it really open.
2: Yeah, but no, but I think you have to leave the intrigue there as to what role he really plays. That's true. So I wouldn't even do that. Now, we've heard his
0: voice in both trailers. So, I don't know. So, second one, second one that seems like a big obvious one that, to me, it seems like another one that you probably hang on to until the movie comes out is Luke. Do we see Luke as a force ghost or...
1: Uh, More likely, I think. In the trailer? I think so. Because... We know he's coming back as a Force ghost. There's no like, ooh, how is Luke coming back? He's coming back as a Force ghost. I mean, Mark Hamill's all but announced well, I mean, it's, from the rooftops that Luke is coming back as a Force ghost.
0: Well, he's said he's coming back. I mean, nobody in any kind of official capacity has said Force lord, Force ghost.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's are, what makes sense, though. Right? It, I mean, that's what makes sense. Now, there are a lot of rumors out there, and they're they're just that. They're crazy outlandish rumors mostly mm-hmm. that luke is still alive yeah um i'm not in that boat i think that it was fairly i think that it was it was very clearly pointed out i mean ray says mm-hmm.
3: you know there's, right. there's some lines
0: between ray and leia that, mm-hmm. that indicate that he's gone you know that yeah that he's gone mm-hmm. so
2: and, and if he's not all you do is cheap in that moment at the end of Last Jedi, and we all had problems with Last Jedi, but that wasn't one of them, I don't think. We, you know, we all kind of understood and appreciated the mm-hmm. way Luke went out, and I don't think you yeah. want to cheapen that. No,
0: I mean mm-hmm. that was the that was the best part of anything Luke did in that in the movie. Yeah, was oh, that yeah. was his that, final mm-hmm. moments. You know, it was when we did see Luke as that character. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that character didn't. that we that we expected, the one we the one we thought mm-hmm. we knew.
2: Right, and it wasn't something I gave a lot of thought to at the time, but I read another commentator uh, mention the fact that you know we saw what we always thought would be the greatest Jedi of all time in his story doing the most Jedi thing ever. Right, you know mm-hmm. it was, and and it, and it makes sense, and he's right, and it fits. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to cheapen that by having him still be alive. I, I appreciate the the way Luke's story ended. Yeah. So no, he, we're gonna see him again. He's gonna be a forced ghost. That's that's what makes the most sense. That's mm-hmm. the way I want to see him, and I don't I don't need to see anything of Luke in the trailer either, to be honest with you.
0: I mean, that's kind of my thing. Is like I'm I'm not really like I'm not looking to have anything given away, and no. I don't think they're gonna do that. <clears throat> but at the same time, you're gonna get probably a two and a half minute long trailer. Like they've got to fill it with something, right? Um.
1: I want more cool shots, more pretty, cool, ambiguous, could-be-anything moments.
0: I do, too. But I think with this being the third trailer, like, I mean, let's be honest. The casual fans weren't paying that close of attention to the D23 footage. Mm -hmm. They weren't paying that close of attention to the first trailer. I mean, those things aren't on TV. That's true. you know, they finally aired a version of the D23 one as, as a TV trailer, but mm-hmm. I really hadn't seen it out there. Yeah. So this is going to be the first big mass-release, mass-marketing push. Mass push. This is it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's got to be some kind of hook Yeah. in this trailer.
1: Yeah. It's time to sell Star Wars well, to the casual fan.
2: But the, the hook for the d23 trailer what i think was the d23 trailer the second one Mm. with ray with the the red double-sided saber i mean they that did show up in the tv spot that's true so you know they are putting i mean that really is the oh my god moment for that trailer right there so they are getting that out there on television
0: yeah yeah now Uh,
2: what 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 they cut from that trailer really was a lot of stuff that They left the best moments from that trailer in the TV spot, Mm -hmm. which was what you expect them to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, you're basically almost doubling the length of the new footage part of that trailer, maybe a little more than doubling. Right. Uh, So, I don't know. Who's to
2: say that that they don't just take the whole full-length trailer and pad it up a little bit and give that as the full the new full-length trailers like you said the only thing we've gotten to see as far as a tv trailer is a trimmed down version of you know what we've already seen on the internet right so there's no reason if this one's going to hit as a full-length tv spot there's no reason they can't reuse a lot of the footage we saw in the second trailer and just give us a little more it doesn't have to mm-hmm. all be new footage
1: yeah i think we've that... seen
2: that before too right
1: yeah
0: I mean, there's things that I want to see. Like there's there's been some talk out there that there's going to be a lot of lightsaber battles in Yay. this. That that's it's that it's not just the one that the lightsaber battles are going to be a big deal in this one. Uh, About actually, I think was something Kelly Marie Tran said in an interview the other mm-hmm. day. But I mean, the things that I want to see in a trailer, I want to see lightsabers.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to see shots from a from a space battle mm-hmm. we don't have a like full scale massive space battle yet we've mm-hmm. seen a couple of little clips but we haven't seen any indication that there's any actual battle taking place in any of those shots of starships we see
2: yeah and i don't know where you're going with the next topic speaking of kelly marie train because we haven't seen her in the trailers yet either except maybe just a quick shot i'm trying to remember but there's been some talk. Have y'all seen much merchandising or marketing around that character for this film? Is there, is there some thought that maybe they're kind of pushing mm-hmm. her to the side after?
0: Um, okay, so that's been an interesting one. There's been some there's been some strange things going on with that character as far as the marketing. Back when some of the f- designs were first shown or leaked or wherever they came from Mm -hmm. there were some shirts and some other things that actually had her on them like there was one specifically that said rebel across the front and i like rebel was spelled out with like different flags from you know from from the universe and Mm -hmm. um and it had her on the front with a with a rifle and when the shirt came out she wasn't on it Hmm. it was exactly the same but she was removed and there were a couple of other little things marketing items where she was just removed from the item when it actually released
1: that's very bizarre so
0: i'm not sure i think the character i mean they did mention the character it has been promoted i don't remember do you remember what yeah she's, she's... somehow over over like the tech research and stuff going on mm-hmm. uh to counter all the first orders new technology So I think the character's going to be there, because we actually talked about this a couple episodes ago, and I think the character's going to be there, but I I think she's going to be minor. But I think a lot of characters are going to kind of fall through the cracks here, because you've got official runtime. They haven't given us an official Mm runtime, but a a time came out that kind of leaked the other day that put it just longer than The Last Jedi. Okay. Like, not by much. So, it's about two and a half hours. Okay. If you're doing this story, wrapping this whole thing in two and a half hours, I mean, there's a lot of characters that are going to fall through the cracks. There's even some of these new characters that are just going to be there, and they're, mo- they're going to th- have their moment, and then they're gone. They're going to
1: be like Phasma. Oh, that was nice for 30 seconds. Bye.
0: <laughs> Phasma, to me, was probably the most disappointingly used character mm-hmm. in, in the new I feel like there were a number of characters that really didn't get their due on screen. Right. But I really feel like as much as they hyped that character up, mm-hmm. as cool as that character looked, mm-hmm. the actress they went to, went and got to play the character, it's like her yeah. screen time is just not enough. No. No, it's not. So, yeah, I'm not real sure what's up with the, the Rose Tico stuff. But, again, I don't think this is really her story arc in the last Jedi really played out. She was a big part of what she, she was there to aid Finn in his journey.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to sort
0: of, right. Give she some
2: of her view, her points of view and influence to Finn too, as far right. as, yeah. I mean, she was, was know, like, we talked about with, uh, character development.
0: Yes. Yeah. You had, you had the, the angel and the demon dynamic with, uh, Mm -hmm. With Rose on one shoulder and... DJ. Yeah, with DJs uh, and DJ on the other shoulder offering this dynamic and basically offering Finn this choice. Mm -hmm. I know this makes people mad. I've seen people freak out about this. But her story, as far as its importance, as far as what we know so far, her story's told. Mm -hmm. And so now we've got her in this new role. And if they want to find somewhere to use her... In a yeah. series or another movie down the road, that's great. But I, I feel like it
2: doesn't mean there can't be further character development and you know, mm-hmm. I mean Yeah it doesn't her mean story her... to have to end there. I mean it can. Yeah. It certainly feels like yeah, she served her purpose in that movie. Right. but it, it and you doesn't can wrap mean it up that, like that. But... It it mm-hmm. doesn't
0: mean that her story has to be extended and told in this movie. Right. Because there's so much more to come. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're going to continue to develop that character in any real meaningful way, then it needs to be in something else. Yeah. Like because there's not going to be enough room in this movie to give her like this big story arc.
1: I think yeah. I think we need to see we need to see a big story arc from from Ray, from Finn, from Poe, from Kylo. So And I, we need to see. You don't
0: think? I think Finn's arc is going to get a little bit minimized in this too.
1: Hmm, maybe.
0: I think the big players in the... Well, I mean, I really think this is Ray and Kylo's story. The first movie was Ray's, and the second movie was Kylo's. And now we're going to get to the meat of this thing. So you're going to have players in there like Luke, whatever form he takes, hopefully some other Force ghosts or at least like, you know, at least hear them speak. You know, I want to hear Ewan McGregor. I want to hear Hayden Christensen. You know, we've talked about that before. We can like, even hear I- I a, these.
1: I- I'd be okay hearing a little bit of Liam Neeson too, if we're if we're yeah. going there.
0: So, uh, to to see who shows up in this, I- I'm really excited about that. But I I just I think that to wrap this up in two and a half hours, that this has to be Ray and Kylo's story. Yeah. And that everybody else is a player in that story.
2: Right. Well, that ultimately, we all understand that that's what this trilogy is: is their story.
0: Right. So, well we do but i mean it's like at the same time you got people there's this whole big movement on twitter where with the hashtag where's rose because Mm -hmm. people are having a fit that she's not in all this stuff and it's like look
2: you know she's a a supporting character a minor supporting character at that Mm
0: -hmm. right so, you know, it's like she she actually has way more screen time than some of our minor support, a lot of our minor supporting characters, including Lando mm-hmm. in the original.
1: Yeah. In the mm-hmm. original
0: trilogy. So it's not like she didn't get her time. I'm not sure where all that's going, but I, I think some other characters are going to have to take a back seat, especially knowing that we've got all these new characters coming in.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think some of them, I think Dominic Monaghan is going to be leading Based on his on his outfit that we saw the picture of, he's resistance military. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a foot soldier of some kind. So yeah. I don't know how much we're going to see of him.
1: Yeah, and maybe like we saw Gareth Edwards in uh, Last Jedi. Oh, there he was, three seconds, and there he's
0: gone. And, and we're going to see um, Richard E. Grant's character probably on the bridge of a, a capital ship.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, you know... Who? How long that ship lasts? One of the best characters that they came up with in the Last Jedi, as far as the as far as the First Order side, was uh, Captain uh, Kennedy. Th- that was the the captain over the dreadnought.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, his yeah. character was excellent. Yeah. Like I would have liked to have seen more of that character. Well, he yeah. dies in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. So just because it's a big actor mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're going to be around for a long time. And it doesn't even mean that you're going to recognize them when you see them.
1: Well, and the other thing is like, you know, I think a lot of, the, you know, expectations come from the Vanity Fair article. Um, you know, people are like, oh, that there's a picture of them in Vanity Fair. Therefore, clearly they're going to be a big player. There was a picture of Work Davis in the big Vanity Fair article that came out before Fandom Menace.
0: Well, he was in right. I mean, like,
1: I know, but blinking you miss him. Yeah. So it just means that he was on set in, on that day, and he was an interesting enough character, because he's him.
2: Well, yeah, it's not that he's an interesting enough character. It's the fact that he was a, an actor we all knew, and the fans would get excited about him, because we right. all knew he was wicked.
0: And hey, yeah. it's, it's Star Wars. They actually brought that character back <laughs> for Solo. Did they really? Yeah. We- weasel is in solo
1: oh i don't remember that how did i
0: miss yeah. that?
2: yeah it's, it's he's warwick with davis, the
0: man. um the cloud riders at the end yep
1: i guess i did. oh i didn't realize yeah, it was supposed to be this. the same character
0: yeah he's the same character
1: uh, i mean I, I i obviously recognized him but i didn't realize that he was supposed to be the same character well that's fascinating Ooh, all right so now we need a weasel book <laughs>
0: who's writing a weasel book <laughs> and of course that's that's the other question is where will warwick davis show up in this one
1: 'Cause <laughs> you know,
0: he's gonna play an alien in there somewhere. Somewhere, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Maybe um maybe, um, maybe Weasel's a very long lived chap.
0: Do so you think we'll get any Ewoks in the, he could reprise his role as That's true. wicked? That'd I mean if be, we're going oh, yeah, if if we're going to indoor.
2: Yeah. I was about to say we've had some uh some rumors and some, some question about maybe we're going back to indoor, so hmm. could be.
1: I'll be okay if we could show him back up. That would be kind of like maybe I mean, he's
2: the leader of the Ewoks by now.
1: Eight year old me would be really excited about that. Eight year old me was all about some Ewoks,
2: <laughs> murder bears,
1: murder bears. Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, but no, that would actually be a, a perfect way to have him show back up in mm-hmm. this, and it would it would be. I suspect that would be just a really cool thing for him in general. Would be yeah. to be able to come back as that character, mm-hmm. A yeah, character that started it all for him. So, is there anything else like trailer wise that I mean, Daniel like? What are your thoughts on some of the stuff from the, the previous trailers?
2: I have enjoyed both the other trailers. And I do think I got to talk to y'all about the first one when it first came out. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I think so. Obviously,
2: the shot with the summer soft up for the TIE fighter is still cool mm-hmm. as hell.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it was the last one that really got me. The same thing that excites everybody else. The You know, we all wanted to see Ray use a double sided lightsaber because <laughs> we're training with that staff but why in the hell is it red? Like, what the heck is going on there? I've never been one of those people who wanted to evil ray. I don't know why I was a big movement for that. So I've got no idea what that's all about. I want to see the movie just to answer that question, to be honest with you. If I wasn't a Star Wars fan, I saw that shot, I'd be going to see that movie because I wonder why in the hell she's got a red lightsaber. Oh, um,
1: yeah. Which was intentional.
2: <laughs> I enjoy the shot in the last trailer of her and mm-hmm. fighting on the... On the outside of that ship. Yeah. That looks like that would be a really fun lightsaber battle. Yeah. You yeah. get to see it full scale.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm excited to see that. Uh, I really have enjoyed the trailer so far. There's a lot of really interesting shots. And they, they do what they're supposed to they make you excited to see the movie mm-hmm. because you want to see more of yeah. those shots.
0: Yeah. So. A lot of beautiful, beautiful scenes. Uh, Pisana mm-hmm. in particular is, I wasn't really excited about another desert planet. <laughs> right. But the shots from Passana are beautiful. Yeah, they are. So
2: I'm, I'm, yeah.
0: I'm way more into that now. <clears throat> but like, as far as the red lightsaber, like, what do you think? I mean, what are your thoughts on it?
2: I, I honestly have none. Like, I am so confused by that from the start, <laughs> and excited to have it explained because I've got no idea what to make of it. Right. I can't imagine we've got evil Ray. I don't. I don't I think so. I can't wrap my head around that. But I'm really tired of these Force Vision scenes too. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I'll be okay if after nine, if the force vision thing kind of goes away a little bit, and I'll be okay yeah. if I never hear the term force back again.
2: <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> <I don't, laughs>
0: like, I, I'm okay. I don't mind flashbacks occasionally, but they've really leaned on them pretty heavy uh-huh. in, in this. And I, I think, I think JJ's going somewhere with that. Mm hmm. But, like, I want it to be, like, part of this chapter of the story. I don't want every Star Wars movie that comes after this that mm-hmm. involves Jedi or Sith to feel like they've got to do that.
1: However, I think that if they just dropped it now, just dropped the whole Force Visions and the Force specs and the whatever, then it it kind of is like, okay, so what was the point? Right. Of all of that to start oh, with. Oh, no,
2: no, 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 no. I disagree. Oh. I, when, they, when they serve a purpose to the story— like, we can call back to what Ray's Force vision in last Jedi was all about, and we can fill in the blanks. We, we know kind of what the purpose served of it in Force Awakens, um, short of, sort of showing us a flashback from her past.
3: Mm-hmm. So we
2: kind of fill in sort of the blank of, of her origin there, that she was abandoned on Jakku.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And the Force also kind of showing her sort of what her destiny was supposed to be. We get the visions of Luke because of the connection with the lightsaber
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, and stuff like that. That made sense. So I think we can stop them as long as we are understanding what the ones we've had so far meant, like what they were all about. Mm -hmm. We don't need another one as long as the ones we've already gotten serve the story.
1: Right.
3: And
2: I'm okay with getting another one, kind of like Andrew said, if it serves the story. Right. But when I said a minute ago, I'm getting kind of tired of the Force visions because you can overplay them.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And
2: again, I don't mind having them if they serve the story in the particular film they are in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't mind that at all. We're all still, the one that was in Last Jedi, we're all still kind of confused about.
1: And that's what I was like. But we can something to
2: sort of fill in mm-hmm. the blank to it here, mm-hmm. then I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. they move... need to serve the story, we don't just need to be having them just to have them because right. it's cool and it's mysterious and we're going to add... Intrigue the story. Uh, It's got. It needs to serve a purpose. I mean, I guess the
0: real question with this movie and going into this movie is knowing what they're trying to do. The whole rise of Skywalker thing, the fact that the Emperor is back, and that he's been manipulating the events through all this time.
2: You don't know that yet.
0: I don't for sure, but I mean, it it makes a lot. Well, no, we do because operation Cinder and all this stuff that led to the creation of the first order was all his plan that's all set up in battlefront two
2: no we know that and but we've already known that part of it
0: right but, but that's what i'm saying yeah like
2: that he's obviously been pulling every stream we've seen in those two movies because he's back for this one we didn't have any indication of that before we knew he set up operation Cinder, <laughs> and the beginning of the first order but for all we knew until now that's all the involvement he had in
1: it. Well, he's clearly got an. Um, I mean, I think it stands to reason I'm that
2: you. I'm, uh, I suspect you're probably right, but well, we don't know that yet.
1: That's right. The movie first. <laughs> <laughs> However, I do think it. I, I think it tracks. Um, I think even down to go. down to Snoke um, seducing Kylo Ren from the light. I think that. The emperor always, there, there's something special about, there was something special about Anakin, there was something special about Luke. He wants the Skywalkers.
2: That's exactly right. He always in, intended on having and wanted to have someone of Skywalker lineage,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, on the dark side. And so I think, and it does all, to use your word, it does all track. It makes sense. hmm
1: it is it is not officially confirmed
2: <laughs> right but it does it does make sense
0: yeah but given the things that we do know like how far cuz the one thing my one gripe about this movie or the this trilogy to this point is that while we've kind of been dealing with these force visions and you know this the The descendant of Anakin Skywalker and all this other stuff, like, we really haven't delved into the mystical side of the Force at all.
3: Mm-mm.
0: Like, other than that vision, that cave vision, I mean, we see all this crazy stuff, we don't know what any of it meant. Right. And then with Rey's uh, Force vision and, and The Force Awakens, like, there's so much going on there. There's all these voices and mm-hmm. these, these images, and the, we still don't know what most of that meant. Right. So... Other than that, that's, that's it as far as the mystical side of the Force. Like, but how deep can they realistically go into that in this movie? Like, is that something that the that a casual watcher of this movie would understand without being privy to having watched The Clone Wars or Rebels and seeing all of those things that Filoni's done to, to and, well, and, and Lucas to push forward that mystical element.
1: I mean, I think that they could still, I think they could make it more, I mean, they introduced a lot of Force mythology in the prequels. Now, it wasn't all popular, but they definitely expounded on the Force mythology pretty significantly in the prequels. I don't think there's any reason that they can't continue to expound on Force mythology. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's one of those things like the most advancement in Force mythology in what's currently considered canon is all in the animated series. Right. Yeah. Um, The original series, we really didn't get a lot of that other Mm -hmm. than, you know, the whole what the Force is. The prequel trilogy launched heavily into kind of you know the mechanics was in and, and, and when we understood that the force isn't just this it's not just a tool to be used it's it, it has its own will mm-hmm. it, it does things on its own it, it's pushing things the direction that it wants them to go. But even then, that's still really nothing compared to the depth that Filoni and Lucas went into it in the Clone Wars, and then Filoni did again in Rebels. I'm curious. Like, I want something. Like, if we're really going to end this, like, we really need to answer some of those questions, though, right?
1: I mean, yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: Well, I mean, if if we're doing the... Depending on what is meant by the rise of Skywalker... Right. Then...
1: What does Daniel think it means? Wait, we'll get back to that. Finish your thought, and then we'll find out what Daniel thinks.
0: Well, I think, Daniel, you you think that the Skywalker is is, uh, Kylo, right?
2: Uh, This is another thing that I'm having a hard time having a clear thought about. Mm -hmm. Because it is ambiguous enough that I almost kind of described, kind of subscribed to the idea that's floating around that it's what Ray's going to call this new order but of course we haven't seen an indication of any kind of Jedi order being formed in the trailers either. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe I'm leaning away from that one a little bit. It's just that, and I have had thoughts about what you specifically asked me about it being Kylo. Problem is Kylo really is a solo. I understand he's a Skywalker. His real name is Ben Solo. That's who he is. Um, I'm really going to be pissed if it's Ray. Y'all already know how I feel about that. I don't want Ray to be a Skywalker. Um, of me thinks it's probably the most likely explanation.
1: Um, that's kind of how Andrew feels about the uh, the new Jedi Order Skywalker theory. He's not a fan.
0: I know the the new Jedi Order being called Skywalker, I that is one of my least favorite, if not my least favorite theory of anything I've heard. I hate that.
2: Yeah, I didn't say I got excited about it. Oh no, it, that's I know. where I leaned at first,
0: right. No, I mean uh, it's 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 one thing to say well I think that's where they're going because there is a possibility that's
2: where they're going. I just don't like it. Why? But on- I also don't want Ray to be revealed to be a Skywalker. It's it's too easy. It's a cop out. It's cheap. It and like I've already said, it shrinks the universe. The idea that, but I do know it's supposed to be the Skywalker saga is about the Skywalker family. Right. But I like the idea that Ray is just nobody she was an basically an orphan kid came from rose up from slavery i like that better
1: i, I like will contend forever that you
2: be nobody special
1: and be somebody
2: but be special you know so, what i mean so what about
0: some of the rumors floating around out there now that she could be another child of Han?
2: and see this is another thing is she has in these movies she spent time with leia she spent time with Han. And maybe none of them really knew who she was, but especially. But Han
0: alluded that he did, and they, with Moz in the conversation, the, cam- the camera cut away.
2: No. Yeah. No, Maz no, 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 no. Maz we, says, who's the argument. girl? We have had this argument. <laughs> and the camera cuts away. Differently, the camera cuts away. But we, have had, we, have, we interpret that scene differently. Just because Moz asked, who's the girl, Han could have just said, I found her on Jakku. This is who you know. This was, is what I know about her. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. We don't know that Han knew anything more about Ray. It, it's. It is. I'm. I'm just uh, saying. Like
0: I don't. ascribe to this. This theory either that she's right, so. So if, Han, if but, Han
2: knew. If Han knew something about Ray, how would he know that?
0: i don't know but i'm just saying and and, and i'm not saying i ascribe to the theory but i'm saying that these theories are out there Mm -hmm. and i'm saying that there are things that they're doing in some of these other books and comic books that are setting han up to be that filthy drunk junk trader
1: no we don't want him to be that person
0: so i'm i'm not i'm hoping that's not where they're going no, but there is some stuff don't going want on him in to be the. Be a
1: scumbag.
0: This this theory actually came out. I mean, the, this theory started after the Force Awakens and it died quickly. Mm-hmm. But just in the last month, it has really come back. That Kylo and Rey's connection is the same as Luke's and Leia's, their brother and sister.
1: Yeah. Boo. It, you but but you're you booing you're these, booing
0: that but it actually plays into what you said a few weeks ago that you hope this is really about that they are the brother that they're the light in the dark that they are the mortis that they're the the son of the daughter yeah
1: but if they're the son and the daughter i don't think that they're the child of han Solo they're the children of han solo and she's the daughter of some random other person not leia
0: i'm just saying like I, i'm not saying that i buy these theories but they are theories and they are out there and there are some valid reasons to believe that they could be moving that direction well
1: and i'm going to contend forever that even if that's this is not the direction they go absolutely positively a hundred percent ray was supposed to be a skywalker when the force awakens
0: came out i still think that's true i think they've moved away from that i don't think they're going to do that but i I think they
2: have to now because What I was, you've had these force sensitive people, and and I will let me explain. I already know how you're going to kill my argument, but let me finish. You've got these force sensitive people in really powerful force sensitive people in Kylo and Luke, Mm -hmm. and one we know to have pretty good latent force abilities in Leia, at least with her senses, who Ray's now spent time with, and Kylo even gave her a version of her past which we all know could have been a lie to be manipulative, but who've never indicated to her in any way, shape, or form that she's part of that family. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially not Luke. And Luke had repressed his Force abilities when he first met her. But before she left Luke to go find Kylo, he had reopened himself to the Force. There's no way in hell Luke didn't know who she was if she was part of his family. And I do know in the original trilogy... We had Luke spend all this time with Leia, and not until Ben mentioned it in Return of the Jedi, but he did say, he said, I've always known. Mm-hmm. But he but he also isn't as Force-trained at that point in time either. Right. But he even admitted to himself once Ben pointed out, or helped him sort of realize it, that he said, I've always known yeah. Leia was, was my sister. And, of course, we had Vader, who, until the Emperor pointed out about Luke, didn't sense the so loot was his son. That one I've always kind of an issue with. So we're not going to go there. That's just mm-hmm. for the narrative of the story. But I, I just, I'm going to have a hard time and I will accept it. But I will, it's going to be kind of one of those things where I got to suspend disbelief to think that these people who should have and could have and would have known who she was
1: mm-hmm.
2: never indicated that that was who she was.
1: Unless there was some reason that, that they were keeping it a secret. And I don't know what that would be. But anyway. Like I said, I that, that first trailer, the Force is strong in my family. My father had it. My sister has it. I have it. And now, and now you.
2: Yeah, That He's- doesn't. But uh, we're going to have this argument over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: we'll, well, we can wait we, and we, have we, it we, again after we see
2: what happens. Like, but, uh, I won't be surprised. I, I will not be surprised if that's what it is. And I will be okay with it if that's what it is. It's just not what I want it to be.
0: Okay, so the other that's- question here, and... Right before the movie comes out, we will do a speculation episode just to see how, how close we get. Yeah,
2: but aren't all these speculation episodes? They
0: are speculation, but we will do one once we have all the information leading up to. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like, here's a question for you. I mean, we're not gonna get any kind of answer on this in the trailer. Like, do Kylo and Ray live through this? Do they both die? Does one of them live and one of them dies? I think she lives. One
2: lives, one dies.
0: Maybe, but if lives, they're really one. trending towards what, it depends on what is meant by in this by that they're they're really leaning into this creating balance thing, and if this is about balance, and I I don't think this where going. It's never really. Okay, so Lucas has explained what balance meant a number of different ways, unfortunately, <laughs> to the point where we don't really know exactly what he meant by balance. You know, it used to be He, he Luke,
2: did a hack job of coming up with it in the first place.
0: Luke created balance. I mean, what he always said before was Luke created... I'm sorry, Vader created the balance when he destroyed Palpatine. That's what he said after the original. That's what he said after the prequels... Mm-hmm. That was Lucas's answer. Now, I know he's given other answers out there, but that's what George Lucas does. It's like if you ask him a question, he's going to tell you what he's thinking right now about that. And when you ask him again two weeks later, he'll give you a different answer because he's he's kind of on a different wavelength that day.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, right. But he also, he he had no plan for how balance would be stored when he would be formed whenever he came up with that idea in the first place. <laughs> He didn't think that out.
1: It's a good word. It's a very, you know, sort of Eastern <laughs> mythical word. Balance. Yeah. yin and yang and balance. and.
0: Well, and that's where he ba- based it all. But mm-hmm. yeah, as far as fleshing out what exactly it meant was uh, not done very concisely. So if one lives and one dies, are you assuming, both assuming that raise the one that lives? I sure hope yes. so.
1: I mean... It's it's a little problematic
0: if we if we kill the. But what if it's her
2: death that turns him to the light? Yeah. Uh, y'all already know my feelings on that. I don't think there's any redemption for him.
0: I I, I really hope they're not going. I, I I and he's the villain. That's the real problem with the character right now. Is there's so many people that like act like he's not the villain. Yeah. And he is the villain. He's done. We've yeah. seen him do really heinous things, just like mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I if if he is redeemed and he lives, I've been thinking about this. I kind of want him to get the Revan ending. You know, the end of Knights of the Old Republic. Revan vanishes. He basically goes out to wander the outer regions. Right. And live out his life. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of want to see him get that ending where he just vanishes. He just, he's gone. Yeah. Because I I still have this issue with like, the the whole redemption, I I think it tends to get oversimplified where it's like.
1: We're all going to hold hands to sing Kumbaya.
0: Exactly. It's like, sure, he can do something that redeems his soul,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but that doesn't mean that everybody's just gonna like <laughs> welcome him. Accept him. Right. And why would they? And the, and, and should they? No. So I kind of hope that that's where we're going. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's so many things that could happen in this movie. Now, the the thing that's kind of going around right now is like the actors that are kind of starting to talk about it. We're starting to see interviews. Pretty soon we'll start seeing the, the late night TV show circuit right, with all the actors. But the, the one word that's kind of getting thrown around right now is satisfying. That this will provide mm-hmm. a satisfying conclusion and satisfy all those questions. It better. Well, Marisha, you've got something that you saved uh, an article oh, uh, yeah. with an interview from uh, Daisy Ridley. Was it with Variety or who was the. Uh, EW. Okay.
1: All right, so um, here's what Ridley had to say about Raylo in a chat with EW. It doesn't bother me, people writing theories. It's really fun hearing them. Plus, because I know what's sort of going to happen, I think that it'll be really interesting to see people's reaction to the final film. Obviously, there's this whole Raylo thing, and some people are very passionate about it, and some aren't. J.J. does deal with it. It's a very complex issue. People talk about... Toxic relationships and whatever it is, it's no joke. And I think it's dealt with really well because it's not skimmed over.
0: You know, there we are. Uh, I encouraging.
2: More. I know that's something we have all sort of had issues with. So mm-hmm. to see some sort of definitive resolution to that, right, well, yeah. that will be satisfying. And and
0: that, it, it's encouraging regardless of how they play it out. Whatever their deal that is. They're not taking it lightly. Mm hmm that they understand that it's a complicated issue. Exactly. And that they're going to try to give it some realistic, some, some, some semblance of a, of an answer without just kind of glossing over it and, and moving on. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we're all on, I think we're, none of us are really on team Raylo. Um, no. so <laughs> no. I, you know i still kind of think that it's a pretty toxic thing and I, you know i i know there are others that disagree and, and that's fine that they're they're allowed to have those opinions and theories and you know but even even daisy ridley back a few months ago used the word toxic when talking about a relationship between between ray and Kylo ren
2: yeah and the the fact that she identified it that way and talking in talking about the resolution of it in the movie right. gives me hope that they're going to deal with it in a, what we'll view as a positive way. Yeah. And that this is a toxic relationship. It's not something either one of them should pursue. And we're going to go ahead and cut that off. Yep. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's this, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, and Marisha's talked about this, honestly, unless they find some way to, Really resolved, but if if Kylo's redeemed, it's not going to come till the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And and this whole redemption story, as as a father of daughters, I want them to understand like this is not okay. This is not the way you should be treated, right? Like, and I, I don't want that kind of thing being encouraged by something that they love so much.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody who ties you down and takes things from you that you didn't agree to give them. It's not the sort of person that you should just fall in love with and
0: spend the rest of your life with. Yeah, I mean, that that's the big thing is, like, I want to see these things resolved in this last mm-hmm. movie. Like, there, there's all these questions that were created by the first two. I don't want The Matrix 3. I don't want a movie mm-hmm. that just, like, doesn't answer anything and actually makes everything worse. And just is off the off The, the Matrix rails, weirder.
2: answered everything. Wait a
0: minute. The answer it it did, but not really in any kind of satisfying way. That movie's so
2: bad, (laughs) it's better than the second one.
0: (laughs) Okay, so if we're being honest, there's only one good one, and I'm a little leery of the fact they're making a fourth one.
2: I I don't know, they've gone downhill since the first.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, I don't know much about it. I do know that the actress who played Colleen Wing in The Iron Fist
2: jessica henwick mm-hmm. she's going Italy. to be
0: in this is sort of the the neo-like character hmm. that was announced today actually they're just
1: going to give somebody else the option of a red pill or a blue pill
0: i, I don't know because like we don't really i mean did some things left open and uh, the oracle Henry's said that there actually, would be another chosen one and all these i gotta things. ask you something
2: yeah we're on a star wars show Yep. And you mentioned Star Wars actress. And you mentioned that you, did, you didn't even go there. You talked about the fact she was Colleen Wing. <laughs> yeah. About the fact she's part of Black Squadron.
1: We like to see people show up in Star Wars. It's exciting.
2: Mm. Her story is more fleshed out in the Poe Dameron comic book, actually.
1: Speaking of comic books, anything interesting mm. happening in comic book world?
2: Well, uh, the Star Wars ongoing series will end in November with number 75. Okay. Um, but, of course, we all know... It'll just start over another number one, and probably pick up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What I think is going to happen it hasn't been confirmed yet. The story we've gotten so far is set between uh, a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, so I would assume we'll probably pick up with a new number one and pick up after Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Um, but number seventy-five would be the last issue of the current ongoing, and uh, right now we're in a storyline called rebels and rogues which will be the last story arc of the series when they wrap it up with number 75 greg Pak is writing it now the art by phil noto uh, who is an artist i like and greg Pak is a writer i like a lot too but this story arc really isn't interesting me interesting me much if i'm being honest Hmm. i'm a little disappointed the characterization of luke that uh (laughs) greg Pak has given him but it's that one will end with number 75. There is a current limited series for Darth Vader, The Hunt for Vader. That one involves a crime syndicate that's running guns to the Rebel Alliance.
3: Oh, okay. So the
2: Empire is trying to shut them down. And of course. this syndicate has struck back by assembling this team of bounty hunters to try to track down and assassinate Vader before he can shut them down.
0: I wonder if um, it works. Just so, kidding. does it deal with one mm-hmm. of the specific five syndicates, or is it just a smaller group of smugglers?
2: It's it's man i heard before, and you get indications in the series that really what they are is part of the alliance. It's set up where the belief is that they are a crime syndicate that's just selling guns to the alliance, but it's a little. We think they're a little deeper involved in the Rebel Alliance. At the okay. moment, I'll leave that for people to read. That series isn't bad. It's not my favorite, but that's what's happening right now, and. Of course, last year, we had Star Wars Tales, Vader's Castle. Right. They gave the different individual horror-themed stories right. you know, to, to sort of go with the Halloween theme we have in October. So now we have Return to Vader's Castle, which is currently on issue number four.
1: Okay, how's that going?
2: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Not as good?
2: No, I, I enjoyed last year's vader's castle Mm -hmm. um i'll have a little more detail about them next week there'll be another those drop weekly okay um so we'll have issue number five next week and then issue number six i think that'll be six issues that that'll that'll wrap that up and we'll talk some more about that series next week is that still being is that still being handled by idw it is okay. yes. So mm-hmm. not a lot of exciting stuff going on in the world of comics at the moment.
0: But. No, but I, we we got more coming. I know there's the two two new series that are going to run. I think they're dropping. I think they're starting them during November, and they're they're part of the journey to the rise of Skywalker. Right. Yeah. You know, so you know that. I think there's two comic book series, two novels, which will I'll do my best to get through before the movie comes out. Right. Because uh, they're not dropping one of them until the end of November, which mm-hmm. means it kind of got to be done with whatever I'm reading Yep. at the time, which I'm doing pretty good. I'm I'm getting through my collection pretty good now. So mm-hmm. I should be caught up by then. But um, I think that's going to do it for tonight. Marisha, where can people find your stuff on the Internet?
1: Um, Mostly on Instagram these days. I'm princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And also princessesandpadawans.com occasionally.
2: All right, Daniel. Um, I am Dan C Peeps on Twitter, and that's basically it right now. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, uh, as we get more into this, you know, send Daniel your your comic book questions. Uh, he's he's good at answering them, and it'll give him some some direction on what people are interested in hearing him talk about week to week and i'm andrew gore you can find me running the twitter account for this podcast for the website at sci underscore fictionary you can drop us a line at Corsant radio underground on gmail.com you can buy one of our t-shirts at uh, Mm tpublic.com slash user slash the science fictionary uh and again i've been saying it every week but it's worth saying If you really like a podcast, whether it be ours or someone else's, go drop them a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. That's the biggest thing you can do to help podcasts that you like. All right, and until next week, may the Force be with you.